The Sports Career Podcast, episode 171. How can ball games enhance a student's engagement during a physical education session? Hello Sports Achiever and welcome back to the Sports Career Podcast. I'm your host Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who's a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in physical education. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Andres Oleskoga. Andres is an international physical education speaker and the founder of Sport and I, where he specialises in physical education by applying methods to help students enjoy sport so they can enhance their personal skill sets. For that reason, it's brilliant to have Andres as a special guest on the show, and that's why in today's episode, Andres will share his sports grid journey and explain how ball games can really enhance a student's engagement during a physical education session. Andres, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast show. Please could you share to listeners your sports career journey? When did it all start? I actually start my journey in uh, my primary school years. Uh, I was in a boarding school. And when I was in a boarding school, after school, always I went to the courts. And they were playing basketball and handball. And actually, I was uh, some days playing basketball, some days playing handball. Uh, apparently, the coaches seen talent in me, and um, I think I went to handball because the coach was speaking Spanish, and I'm speaking Spanish, and I some kind of felt of like a father figure. So, start playing handball in school, went to competitions with the school. We become very successful. I uh, was noted by uh, a professional scouter in uh, in Israel when I was uh, around 10 years old, and I started playing in the league, primary school, secondary school. Then I became a national player, international player in the Israeli national team when I was uh, 15. started traveling overseas and had a long uh, career in handball, European handball, competing uh, in Europe and uh, representing Israel different uh, championships around the world. I find this really interesting. Out of interest, what did you learn from that experience looking back? One of the things that I learned that uh, sport is the life. You have everything that you have in life in sport. You have to learn how to work with people. Sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. But it provides me a very strong environment to grow and to be the person that I am today. I think playing sport in an early age, it's a very good opportunity for a, a child or for everyone to understand that life actually is sport. 
Absolutely. Just relating to your career now with regards to physical education, how did you get involved in this side of the sort of sports industry or education sector? Well, I always have a passion for teaching. And at the pre, at the end of the season, most of the players were going and traveling. And what I was doing, uh, I was always uh, working in sports camps with little children in primary school. And I really loved it. And I said to myself, it will be a good idea while I'm still playing to find a way to learn to be a physical education teacher. So if something happens and I can't play anymore, at least I have uh, an education. And also I have my parents on the background learn something, have a certificate for a rainy day. So when the opportunity was uh, available for me. I started learning physical education in the Wingard Institute, and I made a degree in kindergarten, primary and secondary school physical education. So it was a passion that that I really like coaching and working with uh, people and with kids, and it was natural for me to, to become a teacher and to give back to the community what has given to me. Out of interest, with regards to the transitional skills of being a handball player, how did you apply some of the transitional skills as te- in that sort of teaching environment out, out of interest? One of the things that I find out that not everyone is like liking handball, not everyone liking basketball. So I played a lot of modified games and I, I was teaching fun Fun is what's important, I think, for kids coming into physical education, be engaged with their friends, having the opportunity to play, having the opportunity. It's not about perfection. It's about having fun, playing with your friends and being active. So my goal was to engage as much as I can, find ways to engage children in physical education. It's not about winning or losing. It's about having a go. And this is my my motto, have fun, play, be active. Looking at education as a bigger picture now, how important in today's society is physical education, especially with regards to the application of technology for the good and bad, meaning good that we can use technology to enhance a session and build engagement. But the bad side is that children could not get involved due to like, all the uh, activities of playing games on the computer. Does that sort of make sense? Yes, and, and I think that today physical education is connected with mental health. It's about having a, a healthy body and a healthy mind. And there's a lot of research that uh, speaks about the benefits of physical education in, in mental health. So one of the things that uh, we try to do is to give a tool to students and understand that they have a, a tool that they can manage their mental health by being active, uh, do something. Like Nike said, just do it. So walk, ride the bike, go for a swim, play tennis, play soccer, just do something. And by being active, the physiology will help you to maintain a healthy state of mind and healthy state of body. Definitely, there's a lot of technology with physical education as everyone goes for the run and they have an iPod uh, or they have some kind of an app. And I think the the most important uh, 
tool here is balance, find the right balance, being outdoors and being in front of a screen, communicate with people, because it's very easy to communicate online, but I think physical education is about communicating one with each other, being human. Absolutely, and it sort of relates to today's podcast topic now. Out of interest, how can ball games enhance a student's engagement during a physical education session? The thing with ball games is that it's ball games, so you can't play by yourself. You have to play with others, and the fact that you are interacting with others, we have already the aspect of being social. So one is socializing with other kids. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different skill level. Some kids are playing two or three times a week sports. Some kids are not playing sport at all. And in a physical education session, all of them are together. So it's about learning how to communicate. It's about understanding to be part of a team. One of the things that I learn in handball is the importance of teamwork. You don't have to be the fastest, you don't have to be the strongest, but you have to make your role, and this is how the team works. Play your role, do what you can do. I think a lot of kids get negative, and they think about what they can't do. So what I say is, think what you can do, and do it. And this is how a team becomes stronger and efficient, whenever everyone plays a part. The other thing with the ball is that it's not only the ball, it's also how to move without the ball. So some kids learn that they don't want to get hit by the ball and they move to the right, they move to the left. Some kids understand that to be able to play, they have to run into empty space and then get the ball. So it's a learning experience. And the important thing is that it's not about winning or losing. Just have a go. And you don't have to compete against others, just with yourself. Try to do better. Try to do better than you did yesterday. Try to do better than you did two weeks ago. So this is what I'm trying to develop, understanding playing together, having a go, and move on and keep going. With regards to that philosophy, because I was going to say that it's not about at this level, the winning, the losing. It's all about building those sort of life skills and that sort of self-development. Out of interest, what inspired you to set up a company with regards to physical education? One of the things that I learned, and, and our name is Sport Andy, but it's also Sport and I, is extremely important to develop the individual to a level that he can rely on himself, that he have self-esteem, and then when he's ready, he become part of a team. So what I say is first, develop the individual to a level that is comfortable with himself, and he will bring all that into the team sport and into the team effort. I've been in Australia for 18 years, and I learned that there are a lot of sports and a lot of children are playing sports. We are a very competitive country. All the time we want to win, but not everyone it's built for winning and for losing. So I choose actually uh, to create an environment that it's more fun, engaging from grassroots levels, that everyone have a go. And in sport and I, we want the individual to feel safe, to feel happy, 
and to become a leader by playing team sports. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Recently, I actually came back uh, from India. Uh, I, I actually traveled as part of the Victorian uh, trade mission to India from Australia. We have been selected as a, a business to showcase in the DIDEC conference in India, the biggest education conference in Asia, about our concept. And our concept is the Olasquaga method. It's a coaching and teaching method that we developed, and it shows how to engage large group of students playing together uh, in a fun environment. And the interesting thing is that everyone grows in a different part of the world. Some kids are used to go and play on the street. Some kids are used to play on the, back, uh, on the backyard. Some kids don't have those opportunities. So every country is very, very different. And our uh, challenge is to adapt our method into the characteristics of the country and how the kids grow in the country. So it was a very, very interesting uh, experience for us. Uh, we had some workshops going with the uh, teachers and uh, definitely we'll go back to India, one of the biggest economies in the world. And very interesting and spiritual place to be. I find that trip very, very interesting. I did see a lot of your work on Twitter with regards to what you were doing out there. Just on a personal note, what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career journey looking back right now? I think uh, dealing with people. Uh, we have a great opportunity to meet humans and interact every day face to face. We have uh, a great opportunity to understand that the, we have more common than different and people always look at what's different. We learn to look what's common and around that to build relations. And that uh, sport is an international language. Doesn't matter where you land, you have a ball, you have a soccer, you have a basketball, you have a handball, you just throw it and kids will play together even without speaking. So. I think the power of sport, bringing communities together and uh, education diplomacy with sport, it's a very strong tool to bring people together uh, instead of uh, bring them apart. I totally agree with regards to sport as a language and how we connect with each other around the world. And I feel like, Andres, we're at a fantastic stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university graduates who want to pursue a career in physical education? I was lucky not to work a day in my life. Each time that I go and teach, it's not work for me. So I will say, go with your passion, find your passion and follow it. This is the biggest gift that you can have in the world, being passionate about what you do. Number two, enjoy your journey. You know, it can be a roller coaster, so... Enjoy when you're going down in speed and when it's bumpy, hold tight. Because at the end of the day, it uh, has to be fun because you spend a lot of time teaching. So try to enjoy it as much as you can. And the last thing is keep learning. You know, uh, the, the brain is a muscle and we always train the body, but not much the brain. So keep learning updating yourself, learn from other countries, learn from other teachers, 
see how you can relate to that. So one of the good things in Twitter is the sharing. A lot of people share a lot of ideas. A lot of people share what they do. So it's always good to to keep learning, go to professional development, read books, watch movies. And as much as, as you know, you have more power and you are more rich in ideas and and in your curriculum. Absolutely. I really do hope the listeners take that on board. Andres, how can people interact with you on social media? Well, we are in Twitter, Sport Andy, Andres. Um, happy to people if they have any questions about physical education in their country, uh, curriculum. They can just uh, find us on Twitter. We're building a, a new website. And our website will reflect on more what we're doing around the world. It will become very international in the last 18 months. Uh, but I would say that uh, Twitter will be, at this stage, the best way to connect with us. That is great to listeners listening in. That Twitter link will be on my website related to this blog post. Andres, it's such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. What a really fascinating podcast chat with Andres. For me, this is why I enjoy the work I do by interviewing people around the world. And with regards to physical education, it's so important that we remind ourselves the importance of physical education as a topic, as a subject matter. Because with regards to today's podcast topic, it was so great to have a conversation about the power of ball games, not ball sports, ball games, just to get people, young children involved in sport at any level, at any sort of standard, just so they get involved in physical education, getting involved in staying active and socialising through the power of games and through the influence of using balls. Like literally, we sometimes forget with the technology we have nowadays, with regards to the range of sports we have, we sometimes lose that philosophy of having fun. Now, I'm not saying that sport isn't about winning. Of course it is. But with regards to education and how we learn at our best is through the application of having fun. And I really do find what Andres is doing with regards to his company really interesting as well. But from a teaching perspective, I really do hope you apply what Andres was saying with regards to those career guidance tips. That if you want to get involved in teaching, it should be something that should come natural to you. It shouldn't feel like a job because teaching is one of the powerful ways to really help people, inspire people and influence people with regards to their decisions where they are in any walks of life, but especially with regards to physical education and people staying active, it's so important. So if you want to be a teacher, really put that passion into place and make it happen today. And good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Andres said, find your passion, follow it. And that is the biggest gift you can have in this world. And most importantly, enjoy the journey in what you do.